You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam, and in this episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam, we are talking with performance artist Miguel Angelo. Hi Miguel. Hey Adam, how are you? I'm good. It's so great to catch up with you. We spoke last year uh, when you premiered your show, um, Latin XOXO, at Joe's Pub, and now you are bringing it back this October and November, um, October 15th and November 6th and 7th, 7 p.m., at Joe's Pub. So um, let's let's dive in and and catch up on everything. So first of all, what are you looking forward to most about bringing this show back? Well, basically, I just want to look at people people see more my personal size in this show because I'm February when I did this show for the first time. Was basically about my memories about boleros you know the boleros is the, the latin american songbook so and then after that we find out that wow it's something more deep in those boleros and the, my experience with those boleros so i'm really excited because i, I have working uh, so hard for the last six months to bring people this new experience it's more personal now the show as I mentioned, you performed this show in January of 2019. Uh, what did you learn from that performance that will now inform these upcoming shows? Basically, I just want to just tribute all the music that my father was singing to my mother. You know, my father was a, a very machista, macho, macho Latin American from Venezuela, very homophobic, but he always sing those beautiful songs to my mom, those boleros. Especially when I the, he when he was cooking because he loves to cook before he died, no. So and then I I thought, oh my God, that is weird that this guy is so macho, but uh, he loves so much singing. So for me, it doesn't make any sense. But and then I I saw that oh this guy is sensitive, is, is sensitive, is sensible, you know. And then I say, hmm, maybe that is the reason why we need to come back and do like a twist in the show. And so now it's basically the, my experience with my homophobic father. So and through breaking so so Latin stereotypes characters, because I play Carmen I, from Bisset and Don Jose, and I play the Virgin, the Virgin Mary. So for three to for three characters, the living me that I represent them, I true and a true story about my father and I. In these past few months since you premiered the show, um, our leader, I mean, he's not my leader, but our... Mine neither. But the leader of our country, he has pushed even harder with tightening immigration laws and trying to roll back many laws that Obama had put in place to help keep um, LGBTQT plus safe. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel this show speaks to the times we're living in now? People, if you come in to see the show, you're not going to see anything about politics. Maybe in the last speech that I do a message for the people, uh, because I think the strong message that I, I bring in is that you must need to love, because love is more strong than any barriers. That's true. 
-hmm. And that's a great message to put out there. Yeah, because it's true. Yeah. It's completely true. It's, it, I think what they, people right now in the world and humanity, they just lost memories mm -hmm. and just lost love. And they forgot or they not remember that love is a more powerful power in the world. In our last interview about the show, we discussed uh, the hardest stereotype for you to break then was that of speaking English, quote unquote, perfectly, and how people often think since you don't speak a certain language perfectly, you're ignorant or dumb. But the reality is that in your case, you speak multiple languages. So English is not your first language, but you have spent a lot of time learning how to speak it. Yes. So in addition to to speaking speaking English perfectly, since that was the barrier you broke down last time, what is another barrier you feel you are breaking down with this show? Like, is there one pertaining to your sexuality or something along those lines? No, I think that, you know, we have many sides, like I said before. So uh, I am completely open gay since I was 12 years old because I told my family, my mom. So I think the only barrier that I have or that people can have is just putting the barriers to yourself. I think those characters or uh, this show is just to what I say, you just need to show who, re who really you are. I think this is the beef, the, I'm sorry, the big gift that you need to give to someone is show them who you really are because they're going to love you. If, it, if they're not, it's their problem. It's not yours. So that's it. So I, I don't think, I think that, that is a big barrier maybe um, that I, I have an accent. Of course I have an accent. And you know, when people say, oh my God, you have an accent so bad. I say, no, I have an accent because I speak more than three languages. So, and I'm very happy to, to have an accent and I'm never going to lose my accent. Of course, I want to try every time to people understand what I'm talking, but it's kind of difficult, <laughs> but it's fine because I guess I speak very fast as well because I'm so hyper. So naturally, of course, just in case, um, <laughs> maybe when I take a lot of Nutella, okay, the commercial. So, but I always been like that. Even when I was a baby, I think I remember my mother took me to the hospital and they say that I born with high voltage in my blood. So maybe is what I am so, you know, so hyper. So electrifying. Fine. Actually, we use that word in the show. Yes. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. We use electrifying in the show. It's kind of funny that you say that. Yes. Well, that's that's why I know you so well. It is true. That is true. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, Priceline. Febreze is a proud partner of Can't Cancel Pride. However you choose to express yourself, Febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way. Have an amazing pride from Febreze. Since this show does talk about pushing the gender norms, who are some other artists that you feel push the gender norms that you look up to? Oh, well, definitely these people I I, I really deeply admire, uh, especially um, Taylor Mack. Uh, I think he's amazing. Lady Gaga, David Bowie, Freddie Mercury, they was my idol when I was growing up. I want to be other Freddie Mercury or Julie Andrews. <laughs> so one of those. <laughs> and Chabela Vargas, that she's um, since She was, I'm sorry, a very amazing, famous singer from Mexico, but she was born in Costa Rica. But people think she's from Mexico, but she's not. And Frida Kahlo, of course, Joey Aria, that I love Joey Aria as well. I can't believe that man uh, can sing so spectacular. And of course, Klaus Nomi. The, I'm sure he's singing right now in heaven with all the with Debbie Bowie. So I think those people they are my favorite people. Well, I could I could definitely see you as a, a Freddie Mercury type. Yeah. Well, I think Freddie. Maybe we have the same range of voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddie was definitely a performance artist. Mm-hmm. He was incredible. He really, he really was when I was, I, I remember was a baby and watching him, I was like, oh my God, I, I need to be like that. What else do you want to tell people about the show that we have not mentioned? Well, the show is, is very theatrical. It's full, 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 full of music. Like I say, like it's going to be a little Latin American songbook, Boleros. It's going to be some covers, but on my own way to sing because for me when I sing another another songs for other artists I don't want to sound like a karaoke because it's too easy to do that for me and I hate that so I'm going to sing those songs like if they were wrote it for me or if somebody wrote it to me to sing of course it's going to be the line tune but a completely different and of course I can and I wrote Four songs, new songs for the show, and an opera area. There's gonna be a surprise. So, and but I, I acknowledge to actually the my wonderful collaborators. Mm-hmm. So Jaime Lozano, mi pana that I call him, my my pana is like my my dude. <laughs> you know, he's from my my musical director and arrangements. He's, he's wonderful, like a Lin Manuel Miranda. Tell that he's in. He's gonna be the the new star in Broadway soon. Is mm-hmm. beside that Jaime is so beautiful, human. He's so humble. Mm-hmm. So Julian Christopher, J. Julian Christopher, he wrote the book, the new script. He did a very beautiful, poetic way. Sergio Vasilevich is the director. He's so smart. And David Stark is the producer. And I have as a vocal coach. Uh, my friend Mac Farnsworth, I always say bad that name, this name, and he always keeps screaming at me. Okay, Matt Farnsworth, if you're looking for a beautiful vocal coach, call him. And my vocal diction coach is Susan Finch. So without them, 
believe me, uh, and, and actually, actually, and Ryan Parks, the designer, the costume designer, because it's customs. It's like three change costumes in the show in one hour. So, but without them, this show is not really possible. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited to see the show. I know everybody listening is just as eager. We're getting near to the end of the interview already, which is crazy. Oh. I know, so sad. <laughs> but um, I always end my interviews with playing off the title of my podcast, Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. So if you were to bear it all, what would you reveal about yourself that you haven't spoken about in a previous interview? Oh, I have a phobia for cockroach. Oh. It's not, it's not that I, I'm, ooh, no, they're yucky. No, if I see a cockroach in a room, I go out of the room. I run away. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a shark in a Steven Spielberg movie, Jots. Yeah, I, I can't see an, that. I can I can touch frog, snake, spider, whatever you want me to do. But if I see a cockroach, you see me running away. <laughs> I love that. That's something I never knew about you. Well, now you know. I do know. And wait until April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, find your natural way to die, okay? <laughs> Well, that is all the time we have, unfortunately. Um, everybody listening, come to Miguel's show, Latin XOXO, Joe's Pub, October 15th and November 6th and 7th, 7 p.m. I'll have the ticket link at callmeadam.com. And thanks for joining me, Miguel. Thank you for having me. You're so sweet. You're welcome. And we'll see everyone in October and November at Joe's Pub. Yeah, come over. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him, had him, lives for the business of show. CallMeAdam.com Thanks for listening. For more Call Me Adam interviews, visit CallMeAdam.com. And follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CallMeAdamNYC.